Hello. Today I'd like to talk about young people, the West and world population. It's a bit of a depressing topic, but it's been on my mind for a long time and I just thought I'd make a little podcast about it. Sometimes you do need to think about depressing things because they usually concern the future. It's not easy being young in the western world today. Of course, most generations go through times of difficulty, some generations far worse than others. Think of those who lived through the first world war, followed by the Spanish flu, a far worse virus than the present Chinese virus. The Spanish flu killed between 50 and 70 million people, especially attacking the young. Those who survived this terrible virus then suffered through the struggles of the Great Depression and the Second World War. That generation is known as the greatest generation. The generation that came after the Second World War is known as the baby boomers. They grew up in an easier time when post-war economies were growing. Marriages were generally stable and happy. Education was rigorous. discipline was strict and there were plenty of jobs for everyone housing prices were high but it was possible for an ordinary family to buy a home of its own now let's look at generation y often called the millennials they're in their late 20s early 30s mid 30s they've grown up in times of unstable marriages a very much dumbed down education system poor standards of discipline and an acceptance that many if not most teenagers take illegal drugs at some stage and have casual sex university degrees cost a fortune and 50% of the time do not lead to employment in the field of study leaving the sour taste of death in the mouths of young people along with the lack of a good job saving for a deposit on a home seems impossible with an education debt to be paid off and home prices have risen so much that hardly any young person will ever be able to afford to buy one rent for life will be the normal the western world politicians maybe at the encouragement of the united nations decided in the 1960s and 1970s to dramatically increase immigration which has not only diluted the culture of western society but also increased the number of people looking for a limited number of jobs the result of this has been a stagnation of wages so that young people live on a wage that prevents them from being able to save for a better more secure future for themselves governments have always taken some of our taxes to go towards our old age pensions that seems fair money can't come from nowhere we must plan ahead for our retirements we trusted the government to do this and what has happened governments should have put these retirement taxes into good investments to allow the money to grow ready to give back to the public when their time came to retire did they do this no they didn't they spent the lot on whatever fancy fashionable policy they wanted to buy votes with at election times as more and more people are starting to retire the government 
has had to increase the age of retirement, lower the value of the pension, and for the millennials, there will be no pension waiting for them at all, I suspect. Western governments have been economic vandals, burdening, burdening present and future generations with trillion dollar debts that will never be paid off, even with a dramatically lowered standard of living and a higher cost of living. Maybe I'm ignorant and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but the way I see it is that big government needs to be dramatically trimmed to the absolute bare minimum in order to reduce spending. Our debts need to be paid off through a period of austerity. Taxes need to be lowered and red tape restricted to the essentials in order to give people the freedom to work and save as much as possible. Older workers who can retire should do so so that younger people can move into jobs themselves. And as for immigration, it needs to be cut to allow only the people who can work, pay taxes and benefit the country from their knowledge and experience. The West is not a giant charity and we don't owe the rest of the world a living. We have our own problems to deal with. The United Nations likes to scare us with frightening stories of climate change and runaway population growth. They keep telling us that this is what the experts say. Of course, we must all honour and bow down to the so-called experts. A lot of the climate change experts the United Nations has been using are first year out BSc, Bachelor of Science, graduates that have themselves been indoctrinated with global warming propaganda throughout their school years. I don't suppose they'd be at all biased, would they? When it comes to world population growth, it certainly is a cause for concern if the developing world, where the population increase is coming from, isn't helped to become developed as soon as possible. Giving financial aid only prolongs the problem. It's like giving a dole bludger the dole. Why would he want to work if he can get free money from the taxpayer? When the fa famous Band-Aid concert raised money for starving children in Africa, do you know what happened to it? It was given to the government of Ethiopia, which then used the funds to commit genocide against its own people. The West means well, but it is naive and believes that all cultures and beliefs are the same as those in the West. That's postmodernism thinking, that we're all the same. And it's totally untrue. Different cultures in different countries are extremely different. We have very different values. The best way to pull developing countries out of poverty and excessive childbirth, which goes hand in hand with poverty, is to encourage the use of cheap energy in the form of coal-fired electricity to protect private property with strict law and order, to keep taxes and bureaucracy as small as possible, and to respect individual freedom and private enterprise. Societies that have done this over the past half century, such as South Korea, have become highly successful nations if you look at the GDPs of Ghana and South Korea, they were 
pretty much equal to each other in the 1950s. But Ghana followed socialism and is still in deep poverty. South Korea, on the other hand, adopted democracy and private enterprise and is now one of the richest countries in the world with a high standard of living and low birth rate. To moderate world population, we must aim for the full development of every country on earth. And rather than the United Nations just wanting to force redistribution of developing peoples around the developed world, as is happening now with the multicultural policy, the United Nations should be concentrating more on encouraging the ideas I have mentioned before, low taxes, small government, cheap energy, free enterprise, law and order, and respect for the individual and private property. The big trouble is that the United Nations is no longer a respectable organization and does not believe in such ideas. It believes the opposite. Getting back to my original topic about young people in the West, if this United Nations policy of redistribution of poverty-stricken people from very different cultures with totally different moral values and belief systems is allowed to happen, it will not end well. I believe that it will cause the death of the West. It will not bring the world population under control and it will cause misery everywhere, the equal distribution of misery. And what is another word for this? Totalitarianism, communism, authoritarianism, bureaucratism, and the end of freedom. <laughs>